entanglements. Megan Thee Stallion getting shot by Tory Lanez. Nick Cannon going from Malcolm X to Malcolm in the middle within a matter of seconds. The horny Twitter women attack Tyler Kweli. We got a lot to get into this week. We're shaking everybody. Let's start this podcast. <laughs> Wanna be. Remember, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. So unless you've been living up under a rock this week, Nick Cannon got himself in some hot water, making some inflammatory remarks about uh, Jews and, uh, you know, um, Caucasians and stuff like that. And, yo, I think that junk is crazy because, yo, this dude was the safest, most nondescript, Shucking job in this Negro. We had an entertainment. It's almost like it's an attack on him and Will Smith. Those were the two cleanest Negroes we got out there. Will Smith, we're going to get into that a little later, was at the red table. Looking like a straight up mark. It's, you know, it's disgusting what he allowed to happen to himself, man. You know, I don't even want to. But we'll touch on that later. But the Nick Cannon situation. Nick Cannon was on with Professor Griff. And, uh. You know, he uh, made some remarks to the to the effect that, you know, he called, you know, Caucasians and less melanated people savages. And, you know, and, you know, he he was speaking about, you know, the origins of uh, Jews. My thing is, is this, you know. Listen, everybody in this whole. Uh, new world of, 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 of quote unquote activism. It's got to get their little piece now, right? Everybody's got to try to grift and, and get involved and try to swindle their way up the top, trying to get into a little niche with all of the whole Black Lives Matter stuff. So, you know, it, you know, I, you know, I respect this gangster, you know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is, if you're going to grift, bro, you got to realize something. When you ride that wave, you can ride it up. You can make a lot of money. But you can ride that wave and you can fucking drown with it, too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he probably should have called up Colin Kaepernick asked him how he did it you know what i mean because that ain't it nick and thing about it is man you know you yo you can say whatever you want bro you rich you know what i mean but don't forget that you're an employee like i have all of these fucking idiots on my social media feed and other people i see him tomorrow oh nick's a boss he's gonna be fine listen bosses don't get wiped out and fired in two seconds of, 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 you know, I mean, like, people who are actual boss in the entertainment industry, I mean, listen, there's always somebody that's going to be above you, you know what I'm saying, but there's a lot of shit that has to happen to be able for them to just yank you off of TV if you're a real owner and a real boss like that. The fact that Ryan Seacrest owns a lot of his content and Nick Cannon, who grew up in the entertainment industry, doesn't is a humongous problem for me. And it's like, yo, you should know better than to shut the fuck up when you don't own your your, your platform, when you don't own your content. You you can't you can't go around just spouting your mouth off and saying what you want. Now, see, I don't give a shit about everyone else and their opinion about my opinion. Because, you know, if you're really, really gonna change the world, you can't change the world 
thinking just like the world. So you got to be willing to take the pressure that comes with an opposing viewpoint. And I take that on the chin every day. I stand behind that. That's what the Wasted Time Podcast is all about. It's about giving you a different viewpoint. And today, you know, I don't have a guest today. And I felt like, you know, I'm going to fly solo on this one today because, you know, I had a lot of shit I got to get off my chest. But, you know, we as like, like, and I don't want to get into a, a huge diatribe about what we need to do as black people. But, you know, look, that's where my mind and my spirit is taking me. We need to stop condemning people who look like us that have another viewpoint from everyone else in the peanut gallery. Because, listen, everybody's riding for Nick. Everybody's supporting Nick Cannon. But then y'all was ready to cancel Nick Cannon four or five months ago when he said something about black girls as opposed to white girls and Hispanic girls. You know, so, yo, you guys got to make your fucking minds up about this. Like, one minute Nick Cannon was a sellout and we canceling him. He's corny and this, that, and the third. Now, all of a sudden, he's a king now because he went out there and said some erroneous racist shit. Also, in our community, we tend to not have compassion for other people's ethnicities in the sense where we feel like just because we've been wronged as a culture that we're able to just go off and spout off and say whatever we want about whatever race. And that's not fair. I don't feel like that's fair. Like, I've always stood on on a, on a creed of respect. Yeah, you know. Now, what we got to look into is like, yo, dude, you say whatever you say, but then if you're going to say it, stand behind it like a man. Don't come back on TV and on social media with this long diatribe about how I spoke to rabbis, Wait, I, you know, and I have it right here. I have it right here. I, I, you know, I want to be factual right here, right? I have it right here. I, I wrote it down. Um, first and foremost, I would like to extend my deepest and most sincere apologies to my Jewish sisters and brothers for the hurtful and divisive words that came out of my mouth. During my interview with Richard Griffin, they forced, they reinforced to me the worst stereotypes. We're proud of magnificent people, and I feel ashamed of the uninformed and naive place that I came from. The video of this interview has since been removed. Mr. Please take these bullets out of my hand. I am sorry. <laughs> Yo, man, like, come on, bro. If you go be Malcolm X, be Malcolm X, dog. But yo, don't don't try to be Malcolm X one minute and then they come and they slap your ass over the head with that newspaper. Now all of a sudden, you go from Malcolm X to 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 Malcolm in the fucking middle, man. <laughs> he went from Nick Cannon to Nick Water Pistol real fucking quick when they took that bag from him. You know what I mean? And that's the thing, man. When you work for somebody, you got a code of conduct. I don't give a shit who you are. Everybody talks all of this woke stuff because they're nobodies and they're on social media and nobody really cares what they're saying. But when you're in the public eye or even when you're at a regular job, like when you say, for instance, you work for McDonald's, you can't go into McDonald's and say the shit he said. You just can't. It's not the way this country's. uh, It's not the way this country is. You just cannot do that. Right. So 
you would think a man who has millions and millions of dollars at stake, an empire at stake, would know a little better than that. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm real disappointed. And it's not because he says something flammatory shit. I can care less. I'm not anybody's censor. What I'm disappointed in is the fact that one, he doesn't own his content, which to me is is like a telltale sign. Like that's it's the same old shit every time with, with black entertainers. We create this stuff, we come up with it all, we we we're the tastemakers, we buy it, we consume it, but we never control and own anything. You know what I mean? So that that that's one. And two, what what dude doesn't realize is, is that every time you jump out the window and you do stuff like this and you don't go about it the right way. You don't articulate what you're saying. It takes away from the whole purpose of why people do this shit, man. It takes away from the whole movement. When you have people that aren't qualified to talk on our history, you got people like Dr. Ben Yekinen who passed away in 2015. You know, Dr. Ben Yekinen spent a lifetime studying Egyptology and teaching it and, you know, being a Cornell and I mean being I mean he spent I think he spent like 13 years over in Egypt, man. And a lot of the things that he discovered in all his papers, he, you know, donated it to the Nation of Islam. And, you know, they have a lot of that stuff. But, you know, a lot of these entertainers think that because they're famous and they read two books, that all of a sudden that they're qualified to be the one to give their little piece on everything that happens in the world. Or they think that, you know what, this whole uh, activism thing is big. Let me let me jump on that little wave and get an endorsement or two out of it. Yeah, you can do that. But, yo, there's a certain box you got to stay in, especially when you're Nick Cannon. Because they're coming to Nick Cannon not to be controversial. They're coming to Nick Cannon to shuck and jive like he always has. To twerk on fucking America's Got Talent. You know, to... to, to to be on you know, Nickelodeon and be the corny dude, you know? So, like, yo, bro, you got to stay in your fucking lane. And that's just the long and the short. I'm not going to keep beating the dead horse. You know, he apologized. So now he's a, he, he he's going back into his little cooning box. So let's see what comes out of it. But I think that he painted himself in a certain corner that he'll never, ever get out of. So, you know, y'all look forward to Ryan Seacrest hosting fucking Wildin' Out. <laughs> So as we move along for Nick Cannon getting entangled with the cancel culture <laughs> and uh I don't know, Shucky Ducky or Don DC Curry taking over Wild and Out. I don't know, Lil Duval, somebody, one of these corny BT comics. And then we're gonna move into the Will and Jada thing. And it, this thing's been kind of beat to death a little bit. You know, it was the uh, conversation heard around the world. And uh, when you watched it on Facebook and you can actually see Will's body language and see how he looked. Like, Will looked like he was, like, up for four days straight or, like, somebody had him trapped in a basement or something like that holding him hostage. He looked, he looked terrible. I've never seen Will Smith look like that. He looked like he was there against his will. <laughs> I don't get it. Against his will, so, nah. But he he looked super uncomfortable, and you know he looks like a person who has been demoralized and disrespected in a real way, and it's sad to see that because you know Will was one of the f 
three most bankable actors in Hollywood over the last 20 years. So, you know, back in the day, we all know their history. He married Jada, you know, the end. And that's their business. You know, I, you know, I, it's, it's not really anybody's place to really judge them. I'm just judging it off the perspective of how it looks as far as how Will looks. He does not look good. He doesn't look happy. And uh, he looks like a fucking straight chump. And that's not good for him. Because, you know, for you to be a bankable Hollywood movie star, the women got to want to sleep with you and the men got to respect you and want to be you. And right now, nobody wants to be Will Smith right now. And then the crazy <laughs> part of all of this was with Jada's explanation for what was happening. She said that her and um, homeboy, uh, August, September, I don't know what the fuck his name is. They got into an entanglement. And to me, I would just rather you say to me, yo, we were fucking. Don't tell me that you got into an entanglement. Like, what does that even mean? That sounds like some freaky yoga shit that y'all had going on. Like, an entanglement? What the hell does that mean? And, and, and just her cavalier attitude about the whole situation. You know, people were like, oh, you know, I, I see all like the, you know, shout out to the horny Twitter women. <laughs> the man-hating horny Twitter women. Shout out to all y'all, you know. Y'all hate us, but y'all love us at the same time. You know, it's funny. When I see the comments, and stuff, I just laugh. You know, I'm not looking for nothing, you know. But I just laugh. They want this 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 dude who just doesn't exist. You know, he's got to be faithful. He's got to be, you know, perfect. And then you get to go on social media and be a complete whore. And then people are wrong if they tour around with you. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. That's not a hill I'm trying to die on tonight, you know, whatever. Well, do what you do. You know, everything, you know, whatever. But with the whole Will and Jada thing, the, the, the overarching issue for me is that, say, for instance, Will slept with 10,000 women. You never hear a damn thing about it. Nobody can say that they have concrete proof that Will is cheating on Jada and he did her wrong and all this kind of stuff because he has enough respect for her to not let the public see it. So whatever he's doing, I'm sure the um, NDA is being signed. He's taking every step to make sure that he does not embarrass her. And over the years, she has not taken that same time and care. She has access to the same resources that Will does. Now, they made an, an agreement She's definitely not adhering to it because Will looks like, you know, for Will's career to go on and for him to continue to be a bankable, you know, Hollywood star, he has to cut her loose. And the thing is, I don't understand why he hasn't done it yet. I mean, his kids are grown. He can buy the same house that he has right now nine times over. He can give her whatever money that he has. And he can make it right back. All you gotta do is go do Bad Boys Part 9 or some shit like that. Or make another bad box office movie. Yeah, man. But we'll need to go back on Red Table Talk and flip that fucking table over or something like that. <laughs> man, he looks terrible, man. He looks like uh, like he had a lobotomy or something. Yeah, man. You know, uh, 
also this week, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, come to find out, uh, was with Tory Lanez. And somehow, one way or another, he got he caught a gun charge. And she got shot in the foot. Then she put out this long statement about how the person that shot her shot her intentionally. And she had nothing to do with the gun in the car. and Just a whole mess. And, you know... I've just been trying to figure out for a long time what this Tory Lanez dude, man. First of all, dude is like the Lord Farquhar of, of rap, man. He's fucking short as hell, bro. Like, I saw this video of him at, on Sway in the morning, and he was sitting in a chair, and he got up and stood up. And he didn't get any taller when he stood up when he got in the chair. <laughs> you know, he, oh, no, man. He was in, like, a high chair. So it was crazy, man. But dude is dumb short. She's mad big. They probably got in an argument. I don't know. He probably felt threatened because Megan Stallion was probably going to earth slam his ass. He popped her. It's like, I don't, I don't know. I can't speculate on that. But, you know, since when did – I always wondered about Tory Lane. It's like, where all the, the Canadian gangsters come from, man? Like, dude, is he talks crazy greasy, man. Crazy greasy. And now, you know, he, he in a little hot water, man. But it's just – it's. It's bugged out, man. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these little cats, man. Like, he must, I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but he must have been really fucked up. Because I can't see any way that you can uh, have that kind of money and shit. You know, you got a pretty good career, you know. You make a headway. You flush that shit down the toilet doing goofy shit like this. But, you know. You know that's the that's 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 the uh, the problem out here nowadays. You know, not to always bring it back to like me being the one that has everything figured out, cause you know I don't have it all figured out. Like I'm not perfect. You know, look, I like to to listen to my share ignorant ass hip hop, and you know I cuss too way too much, and you know I mean I got I got you know certain habits or whatever, but. There's just certain things as a man that a lot of young men and old, even older men like Will Smith, we have lost touch with that shit completely. And men need to start being men again. So all of this, you know, super sensitive fucking nonsense that's going on. Your cats need to get back out there, get, get back in a bag. Really, really, really uh, start chewing on some testosterone or something. Jeez, man. Yeah, this week has been crazy because I noticed on Twitter, Talib Kweli has, like, these real bizarre interactions with, like, the young, horny Twitter women. <laughs> Like, you know, all of those chicks with, like, these crazy sexual names. And, you know, I mean, just, you know, they're like the young chicks, man. It's, like, between, like, 25, you know, 21, 25, 30 years old. Like, under 40 years old. But he keeps having, like, real exchanges with them. Like, he's retweeting them. And, like, they're, like, dragging them and posting pictures of him looking like Alf and shit. Man, it's, I'm really actually surprised that Talib is even entertaining that. You know, I've always had kind of a um the kind of stance where I don't really argue with anyone. 
and I definitely don't argue with females. You know, like, listen, listen you know, my wife, of course, you know, we'll have our little exchange. We live together. We've been together a long time. We're almost like siblings almost. We've been together so long, but, you know, now that sounds gross, but, you know, I mean, in the way that we react with each other, you know what I mean? Because we spent our whole adult life together, but, you know, that's neither here nor there, but, you know, with like somebody else's woman or female, I don't argue with females because nothing good could come from it. I'm surprised he's taking that stance because I thought that he was more of a stand up guy than that. I can understand how, you know, this this weird Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat kind of social media world can be a little difficult for a guy that was born before 1980. But, you know, he's a celebrity. He should know a little better. You know, I'm just surprised, man. They, but they're definitely dragging him. And he looks like kind of a weirdo. And, I'm, I, you know, I don't want to say that I lost respect for him, but, you know, he, you know, that's not no G shit. So, Talib, you know, if you even hear this, which I doubt you will, but if you ever do, man, stop being a corn, man. Stop arguing with these little females, man, and just, you know, ride out and switch the narrative, brother, because you sound like a, like, like, like a clown, bro. Going to get into um, Ask the Pod Father, um, you know, this is my advice. I give to some of my listeners, uh, you know, just being an OG, you know, trying to help sprinkle some game on some of these young fellas or ladies or whatever. So if you ever need any advice, you know, email me at wastedtalent707 at gmail.com and I'll respond to you on air. Um, our letter for the day is help. I'm not sure if I should go to college. I'm not really into school. I'm just going to college because my parents want me to, but I don't want to waste their money. Podfather, give me some guidance. Wow, this is a tough one because, you know, uh, school, if you have the right mindset, could be a great thing. But the only problem with going to college nowadays is it's very, very expensive and it kind of puts you behind the eight ball financially. You know, you didn't say exactly what your financial standards are if you got any scholarship money but i will say this memorizing the answers isn't as as important as finding your own you know most schools teach us to memorize the answers and spit them back out on demand you know but they don't necessarily teach us how to think for ourselves and they don't teach us what's really important in life and this isn't to say that you shouldn't go to school your teachers and and everyone are there to teach you and I'm not saying that you should just drop out and not be educated, but it's imperative that you question everything and make your own decisions. Never stop learning. You know, every day brings a new lesson. And if you're open minded, and not too full of yourself, you can learn a lot. So what my advice to you is, is you have to weigh whether the risk is worth the reward, because going to school and figuring out is not for you. And then incurring that debt is not a good thing. So if your heart isn't in it, I would suggest you take a little bit of a break and figure out what your path is. And I hope that helps. Another one from Anonymous, because his brother doesn't want his name uh, spoken on air. But uh, Dear Power Father, I just discovered that my lady is using a sex toy. Uh, how should I feel about this? I kind of feel betrayed, should I? My answer to this is, if, is if that sex toy is bigger than you are, she's no longer your girlfriend. Get another one, throw her out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm fucking around, man. 
Hey, bro, sit down, talk to her about it, man. And, um, you know, I can't really tell you how to feel about that. You know, I really don't like to get into what happens in people's bedrooms and stuff like that. But, you know, if it's not something that you can deal with, bro, you know, you got to, um, you know, tell her that's something you're not comfortable with. But also, you know, you can't tell her how she should, you know, conduct what she does in the bedroom, you know. And uh, if it's something you can't deal with, I would tell you to cut your losses. But uh, if it's something you can deal with, maybe you can, you know, you can join in with us somehow. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I kind of try to shy away from that kind of stuff. But you know, that's all the advice I can give you, brother. Yeah, to sum it all up for this week, it's 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 crazy. It never stops, you know, Hollywood. But just a few words of advice, you know, not that I'm qualified to give any. But, you know, fuck it, I am. One, you know, when it comes to us as a people highlighting, you know, our history and our greatness in, in this world, you can always do that without disparaging others because that gets you nowhere. It just start, you know, you can't, you know, overcome hate with hate. You know, you, you overcome hate with information, you know, and I hope. You know, seeing what's going on now, you know, you know, getting back to Nick Cannon one last time, you know, he has gone on a, um, an apology tour that's, you know, epic. You know, they're, they're going to make an example out of him. They're going to make him dance and shuck and jive like never before. I mean, he's going to be Sandman Sims and Scatman Carruthers. I mean, it's going to be unbelievable because now, you know, he, he sat down with rabbis and said that, you know, he's got all this new information that he didn't know and that you know i mean you know what new information did he get in the last few days that made him do such a paradigm shift you know that information he got was his fucking bank account dropping and all his career getting flushed down the toilet and the thing is is that you know you it, it goes back to being who you are and being comfortable in who you are nick cannon doing what he's done throughout his career is okay you know, Bill Cosby was a giant for black folks back in the day. And people didn't even know it because what he provided for them was his resources and giving people um, opportunity. And Nick Cannon was in that position because he had television shows and platforms where there are a lot of people who have come up off of his back. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't speak out when you're a celebrity. But what you got to understand is you have to speak out in a more responsible way because black people are not the only people that are supporting you. And look how fast everybody turned on him. Like that boy was tweeting, sounding like he was going to kill himself because he was saying that, yo, I tried to, to stand up for my people. And when I apologize, they called me a sellout. I'm checking out of this world. I will hope that he's not weak enough to do something like that because, you know, tough times don't last, but tough people do. Also, with the Will and Jada situation, women nowadays, they want it all. You know, they want you to be good looking. They want you to be, you know, a physical specimen in all ways. They want you to be perfect and they want you to be faithful and they want you to deal with everything that they do. All of the wins, all of the, the changes everything you're supposed to deal with it and still pay all of the bills now listen not all women let me not paint all women with the same brush that that's very very irresponsible there's a lot of women that are not like that let me let me let me take that back because i don't want to sound like i'm some bitter brother but because i'm not 
But what I can say is, is that the more things change, the more they stay the same. Don't let yourself get influenced by Will and Jada's Holly weird marriage and thinking that that's normal. That's normal for them. But for the average everyday Joe, that's a very, very complicated dynamic. And if you're not ready to make a true commitment to somebody, don't. Because nobody's putting a gun in your head to do that. Just make sure whatever you do in life, that you stay low key and that you stay solid in everything you do. And if you do that, you'll come out successful. What you put out into a marriage, your job, your body, your mouth, whatever, you get back. Always remember that. Uh, you know, but I'm just hoping that, you know, this all works out good for them. And I don't see Nick Cannon on uh, or Will Smith on Ayanna Fix My Life crying like DMX when he was on. There. Even though DMX had a dramatic life, I'm not making fun of him. But it was funny as hell to hear DMX crying like Popeye. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's even seen that, but go check it out if you can on YouTube. He's like, my mama never loved me. What? <laughs> like, nah, but you you know, listen. Not to make light of DMX, but I am making light of it. Listen, I just hope everything works out and they don't neuter these brothers and they go out there and reclaim who they are so that, you know. Talent anybody. Talent? So, conclusion, thank you for listening. Uh, stay tuned for the next Wasted Talent podcast coming at you on Wednesday night, every Wednesday night. You can be anything you uh, want. We're going to try to crank out two episodes next week. In life but if you like what you out. heard this week, hit that subscribe button. You know, leave a little message, show a little love. And even if you don't like it, you know, hey, I, I'm always up for the constructive criticism. We're trying to move this thing along. It's in its infant stages, but it's going to get greater later. Hopefully it's great now. Uh, thank you guys. Hit that subscribe button. Waste of talent.